So here's the big question. How is it that gym owners and managers are supposed to market in a way that can reach families that may have never walked through our doors otherwise? That's the big question, and our videos can help give you the answers. We are the Gym Blueprints, and welcome to Marketing in Your Gym. What's up, guys? Welcome to the show. I'm Chris Holder, the general manager here at Gymnastics Elite, and this is Rebecca Sparza, our head coach. So today, um, we're going to be going over marketing our in-house meets, I mean our in-house events. Before I start all this, guys, um, I want to open it to you guys and let you know that if you guys have questions that, that you would like to ask, because maybe you can't make it to the live show and you want to get your answers, I mean your questions answered, just drop us a line at podcast at thegymblueprint.com and it will try to answer them on this live thing if you can't get on um, or we can reach back to you however you know we go about it but I think um, just just see what we can help you guys with if we can I think there's enough of us where we can try to to figure out a, a solution that's yeah. uh, you know fits everybody a little bit different the cool thing about this is like there's so many groups there's so many people that can help and everybody's got their own perception and ways about it so it's just different insights again we're not know-it-alls we don't know it all we don't um say that we are we don't claim that we're the professionals the best or anything it's just through i guess the way that we look at things so it's just another view and 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 take on what we would do if it was the problem in here or maybe it's currently going on as well so um Moving on, I'm pretty I'm pretty excited about today, but before we go on, I just want to address something. Today's topic is marketing. And I think people confuse marketing and sales and they merge it together. So bear with me. Like when I flip-flop and I talk about marketing and talk about sales, I'm not I'm I'm talking about two different things. Advertising marketing can be one but when I talk about sales I'm talking about a totally different thing so when I'm saying sales I don't think I'm referring to marketing okay so it might just get in there I just want to let you guys know and give you a heads up because it is two different things so uh, Becky take it away so what we wanted to kind of cover today was um, just kind of share the things that we do to push um, our own events I know all of us in the industry have some version of a kids night out, kids day out, parents night in, whatever you want to call it. I know we all have some similar version of an event like that. And then we, um, I think camps and um, one thing that we might do different is we do um, like, well no, I've seen others, clinics. We do like in-house clinics that are outside of their class. And then of course like birthday parties and um, maybe like some seasonal events that we yeah. may be having. But there's tons and tons of ways of um, putting it out there, and we I kind of wanted to go over some of like the more creative ones, just because for the most part, those seem to help us a lot more. Because um, you have your standard like flyers and um, your ads on Facebook. Your but, newsletter, your email, yeah. all those generic things. Maybe even some of us are sending text messages out through iClass and stuff like that now, or calls. Yeah, maybe you're marketing like in some kind of like written publication because it's a continuous event that you have. Um, maybe you're reaching out to the schools. So I think all that stuff is, is, is good. I think it's awesome. But I think there's um, different ways to do it to attract different people. And just again, the way what we're always saying is um, 
the market is moving towards more of a difference. The buyers are different now, so it's just bringing up new things to help push your own events. Um, last time we talked about how our coach is, our coaches are trained on sales. And so I think that's a huge, huge part because the awesome thing there is that the coaches are the ones that have actually developed the relationship with not just the kids but with the parents. Um, as far as office and newsletters and that's very very impersonal and it's not like every single customer is stopping by your desk every single time that they're in the gym and so um, that's on sales but it's also part of our marketing plan to help fill our events and um, bring more kids into um, the benefits of whatever that event that we're holding is going to have. Yeah, so before I get into the marketing side I'm going to talk a little bit about sales though and I think I've, I've experienced this firsthand being in another gym or seeing, you know, even if you're out of town and you stop by another gym or you know other people or you've worked at another gym, whatever the case may be, not everybody goes out and talks to their parents. And, and sometimes it's not, um, not like, it's not, required. it's not the culture where parents expect that. Okay. Not like you have to be out there where people are just like hanging out, but so it's not the culture. So um, I think that's the first place to start because that can make a huge difference, right? Like yeah. you can have amazing flyers, you can spend a lot of money on them. Maybe you're maxing out kids on outs and your max out is 100 and you have like awesome Facebook going on, you got awesome newsletter, you got, your parents are trained. Like they just come and they buy the kids on out. Like just say all that stuff. You know, but it's not like, I don't think you can just slide in more stuff. Maybe you can, but I know a lot of these gyms that don't have max out kids on outs, that don't have birthday parties every weekend, that don't have, you know, filled up events is just due to people not going out and talking to their parents. Not about the progress, but about yeah, the, the event. And that can make a big jump. You could be from like 10 kids all the way up. And, and like currently we struggle. We're struggling with that right now. Because listen, every group is different. Every group of kids, every group of high school, every group of adults, every group that we get, yeah. it changes, right? Mm -hmm. And um, and I don't mean like we lose 10 and we gain 10. I just mean group like, um, you know, you'll have some that stay here for a while. But but for the most part, in, in this area, in this gym, they're in college, they're in high school, you know, um, maybe even they're, they're, they're even older, they're even older, but life changes, or they move, or they finally got out of school, or they got a job, so that's what I mean by, like, groups, is, like, just people in general, like, coming through, and it might, it may be a group of, like, in between two to three years to be able to do that, so, like, last group, they didn't really have a problem talking to parents, like, they were totally open, and, and about the sales, yeah, like, they, they were just a lot more comfortable speaking with conviction and telling them within their own way. And I know a lot of people want to say, like, say it this way, do it this like way, scripts. scripts. And, yeah. and I'm like, you know, that's great. But the reality is, is like, it comes down to the way that you're saying things. Because I can be talking about a sales, uh, a certain event, and I can come up with crazy passion. I can tell you all these things because I live it and I'm doing it and I'm excited about it. You know, or I've never done it and I can fake it till I make it. Yeah. This is not gonna work, you know. And I'm, you're like, read this script, and I'm like, yeah. Da, da, da. And then, it, and then I don't know how to keep the conversation going. I don't know how to read their body language. I don't know how to read like if they ask me a question, am I like offended and like, oh well, you know, or am I like reverting back and like, you know, I can I can handle all that because it's 
It's it's my stuff that I'm selling. I'm yeah. selling myself. You know, I'm, I'm selling my conviction. And I think that's the hardest thing for coaches. Like, go out and pass out these flyers. Go out and talk. They'll do it. They'll do it. Yeah. But are they speaking with conviction? It's almost like the Disney characters. They're not necessarily trained on what to say. They're more trained on, like, the character and, like, the attributes that that character has. And that way, when they do go out and they're mingling with the guests, they're, like... They're not scripted, yeah. but they've they're probably been together. watching that. That character is probably they. They know who they are. They've been yeah. watching her for a long time. They're not like, hey, you know, uh, I just need a job. And they're like, well, you kind of look like Cinderella. And they're like, I'll take it. Yeah. You know, and that's the same nice. way. So it's like they, they have to be bought into it and go and not go so watered down where the coaches can't buy into it, but really make it their own and make sure that they're having a say in things and being able to be creative. You know, and it might have to be in a meeting. You can't just say have for free for all, but like have a meeting where it's like, okay, we've done that. That may not work or whatever. But let them go, man. This is actually a fun event to work. You know what I mean? Or, you know, um, I I see a lot of value in this, and then they'll speak that to yeah. the parents as well too. You got to get in office as well too. A lot of them will just they'll yeah. say it, but they won't speak with conviction. But and I say this, I say this through the sales portion because I'll talk about the marketing, but. The sales portion, guys, is really, really important because you're selling experiences. And I'm telling you, we're having the same problem in here. Like last group, we didn't. We didn't. It was a lot easier. Max out, kids night out. Max out. I mean, we'd even hit 110. We'd hit 120. And then it drops, and we're like, what are we doing? What are we doing? What are we doing? And um, the reality is, is that group was better at selling experiences. You know, I can sell kids night out due to the experiences I've created out there. Like, I'm not just going to let kids run around and just yeah. like, oh, I'm, I'm mad like that I have to work part, this. Yeah. You know, I'm like, they're going to do this. And I, I can really sell it a lot more because I've, I've lived those experiences and I've created memories and I've created experiences for the children mm -hmm. um, that I'm just telling the parents, this is what I'm, I have to offer. And if I haven't done any of that, well, I really don't have much to offer. Yeah. So I just think that people buy before you market and all that. Before that, try to take control of your lobby and make sure that people know about experiences. I posted this in our secret group earlier to our staff, and I told them, like, you know, people that buy Corvettes, you got a $75,000 Corvette. And if you went up to the salesperson, first of all, you're probably trying, you've already thought about buying it, and you're thinking of what the experiences that that thing's going to bring you. You're not just looking for a car. Like, that's not your smart choice. Like, nobody buys a Ferrari and like, well, I just need a reliable vehicle. Why are you buying a Ferrari? The Lamborghini. Speed or... You're buying the... What, you're, what you've already... You've already sold yourself. Right? Nobody sells you on a $220,000 vehicle or whatever, half a million dollar vehicle, and you went in because you have, you know, you only make 20 grand a, a year, and you're like, well, I just needed a car. I don't even know how I got here. There's something that those cars won't give you that that car does, and it's experience. People looking yeah. at you, the way you feel. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're buying. Understand. You're buying it for a, yeah a reason. Yeah, might not be the best reasons, <laughs> but you you sold yourself on those reasons. The same thing with buying certain vehicles that we do, right? So think about it. You don't go to the dealership and they're like, well, we have this seventy-five thousand dollar vehicle, and there's tires, windows, doors, and bumpers and rims. And you're like, well, that's what everything has. And you're like, I know, but this one's seventy-five thousand dollars more. You're like, oh, I'll take it. That, no, you're not going to buy that. You're going to, yeah. right? So it's, it's the same thing. You're buying the experience that that car can give you that that car can't, though. You're like, that car can't give me what I'm, 
right? Here's the truth. I'm trying to do, I'm, I'm seeing myself driving in, doing this, and relaxing, and driving up this, and you know, you're, that's the, your story you want. You don't have it yet, so you're trying to buy that story. And I believe the parents are doing the same thing. They're trying to buy a certain status, a way that they feel. I'm a good parent because my kid is getting to do this. Or, you know, I'm, I'm, free I'm better at, you know, it gives more time for us to, you know, be be more, be more together, you know, the husband and wife. Or go out with my friends. Or get some alone time. Or whatever. They're trying to buy a story that they're thinking of as well, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think that that's the whole purpose. The whole point is they're buying. People are buying experiences. You can't just say, well, they're going to get this, they're going to get that. They're going to get this experience. Or you're going to get this, or you're talking to them and they're like, I'm going to get this experience. Like, I can finally do this or I can do that. So I think it's super important. People are people. It's not manipulation or anything. I just think people buy no, yeah. experiences. Because the reality is, like, you can't just tell them what's on the flyer because... You can buy that other places. Yeah, it's the same thing with classes. Like, they came in looking for something, and we're not manipulating them by showing them how our classes can help alleviate that problem. We're adding value. Well, think about it. When you were a kid and you had a sub and a pizza party, or you just had a pizza party, what did you think already? You were going to experience certain things. You You weren't like, the pizza was great, but you weren't like, oh, it's just pizza. You were thinking of... Freedom, freedom what you were going to do, rela- yeah. you know, all the joking around. Yeah, you were thinking of the, the experience that you were about to have. Yeah. That, that's what it comes with, right? Even when you didn't have a pizza party, you just had a sub. That's why people get in trouble, right? But but that's the truth. So when you're when you're selling it, you got to sell the kid the experience too, and you got to sell the parent, thinking in mind. So now that we've clarified that, and they're out in the lobby doing that, talking about the marketing... I think it's super important that you have that in mind and you place that into your words. But here's the other thing. Use a little bit of persuasion that I've learned is, here's the thing, prepping your audience is super important. So, things that we're gonna be doing as well too. Let's just say we're gonna run a video for Kids Night Out and I have this fun, fantastic coach out there and he's talking away and he's just promoting Kids Night Out. Versus me bringing a kid into the shot and conversing with the kid back and forth. Totally different because you're setting the stage with that kid and what they're doing. We're about kids having fun. We're about this. Before you ask them if they want to sign up, before you do this, you're already doing. You're already making people think, "Oh, there's a place for kids. Oh, this is a place for fun." Because they're scrolling and they're, they're why are they going to listen to it? But you got to think of that, right? Like if you just have it right away, or if you just have a picture, kids not out pizza. And then, I mean, I don't know, is it yeah. enough or not? What's it going to do? But the reality is, is you've got to set them up to listen to you. Like you've got to earn that to listen to to you. So I would add something in there. And your marketing and stuff like that, completely different. So you can see how it's like split sales and all that stuff, I believe, is, is different. Maybe not everybody else, but I do. So if you have a kid in there and you're conversing, and then it went into some video, or it went into a parent talking too as well, you're going to get more engagement than yeah. if you were just to have a coach saying like, see you at Kids Night Out. Or a picture. You can try all types of things yeah. to be able to do. But And the reality is, is in your videos, in your pictures, do you have the experience captured any experience multiple experiences or is it just a bunch of words 
So really when you're marketing and advertising, that's what you're trying to capture within the, the in-house stuff as well too. And then you've got to prep your coaches to what kind of experience you're going to get. And that's a constant struggle because, you know, don't we can't take this personal. Um, it's like when you were a kid, I remember being a kid and going to certain events. But after we went to them a certain time, it was nothing against the owner. It was nothing against the business. Like It was nothing like that. It was just that we were bored of doing the same thing. And it was like, time to move on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like everybody, everybody goes to the friend's house that gets the swimming pool or the trampoline. And after a while, where are they? And then the parents say, you never even use that thing that I bought you anymore. Whatever happened? It's yeah. like, it was, you know, it was cool at first. So you've really got to figure out how you're going to keep it fun and entertaining mm -hmm. and the experiences going of what games you're going to play, of what you're going to do. Yeah, like, letting people in on the plan behind it so that it's not like the redundant event of like, oh, it's free time yeah. all day long. Well, that, that's, a, that's the, the reality of it is if kids are are not being entertained, they create their own entertainment, mm -hmm. which means punching, kicking, building crazy things that Fighting, they don't need to be doing. Yeah. yeah, talking wrong to each other versus engaging and having fun with each other. They're they're just creating their own entertainment, and then that's I think when when it becomes not so fun anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? So those those are um, trying to keep it a little bit shorter, but those are the the things that I would really focus on and what they're doing. I don't think there's like tips and tricks, magic. Get them out there, make sure they're talking, talk about experiences, make sure the office knows about it. Sit everyone down and say, what experience are we really trying to give people so that that way we can really um, focus more on that and we can highlight it because I just think the truth is is not a lot of people know what happens out there. Yeah. And you want them, you want that to be out there because mm -hmm. you're going against a bunch of other things like even in El Paso there's not much to do there really isn't but, but, we but we're still competing against yeah. a lot of things against a free park which a lot of our parks now have like splash pads on them we're competing against um, movies and Peter Piper or, or competitors that do kids night out too you know what I mean and it's like um, it's it's something that you really got to focus on or you're going to be a commodity because yeah. if, if, if it's just going to be the one specific thing, they can probably find it cheaper somewhere else. Yeah. They don't have to drive across town. They don't have to drop them off. They don't have to do this. Some they don't churches have to do even do it for free. Yeah. So, other than that, anything? No, I mean, there is time to time on social media where we might run, like, a contest. Um, or um, we are trying to get our parents into the habit of... Uh, reverting back to our page because we will run contests. Maybe it's like a we're doing a cartwheel on the beam and we're asking them like first one to name the skill gets a free pass to Kids I Know, and like the the competitiveness on the thread just kind of pushes that post further and further and further without us having to put more money into that ad. So it just kind of helps our insights out in that sense. Um, and then, like Chris was saying, we do try to go live with our staff. Just kind of like we just had a hollow, uh, Halloween, a Hawaiian themed kid line out. So in the past week the coaches were dressing up or wearing luau hats and lays and, and the guys were wearing the skirts but they were just going live on the page and just again giving them an inside look as to what to expect for that kids line out because that was kind of like a switch for us. We had gotten away from things and we kind of brought them back now so it was like a, a fun little boost because it's a little bit different now. Um, but 
I just like how all of our videos kind of revolve around the same things, the, the social media part of it, the marketing part of it, and then also a big part of your, your culture, because a lot of this stuff, you need your staff in on it with you in order to make it successful, in order to make it consistent, and in order to make it valuable. Like we're talking about the benefits of the programs. Well, we're not the ones that are running these programs. We're not the ones that are running the kids on out. We're not the ones that are running the classes. So it's super important for you to have systems and things in place that are going to make sure that your staff is giving that value and the kids that are attending the kids' night outs are getting the benefits that we're constantly putting out there and um, hoping that parents buy off of. And I think um, alongside that, I wanted to add, when selling, you know, the, the cool thing about marketing is it can bring them in and uh, without ever having to talk to anyone you can sh you can it's the interest and uh, I think a lot of coaches hide behind the marketing and advertising like they expect the that to do it for them they won't go out there they won't talk because the people aren't buying the products they're buying the people so when parents they're buying the coach they're buying whoever's talking to them they're buying the front desk they're not buying the classes I mean in reality guys come on like we're selling we're selling very close to the same thing that everybody else is yeah. selling especially if you've got a gym on the street you're gonna like hey this is what our kids night out is and they're like oh yeah so-and-so has it too or like we already do this but the reality is it's cheaper they're not buying the product they're buying the person yeah, that's true so if if you're not a, if you're not creating raving fans they're not going to take everything you have to offer they're not going to trust what you have to say if you're a monotone, you're an introvert, whatever, and you're not really that passionate, or you're not, you and you're trying to fake it till you make it, and you're really not that person. You see right through it, yeah. Like, sure, you you went through the motion, but they're still not. They're not. You're not fooling anyone. Maybe out of pity, or maybe it was a grandma, and she's like, that's you know, she's like anything for my grandchildren. Time, yeah. Like she'll just she'll buy everything. Yeah. But as a parent, you know, and they're like kind of, they don't let them get candy every time they go to the store and they buy them toys all the time they're like well I don't know about that because mm -hmm. you know they don't just spoil their kids or they don't do that the reality is, is they're buying that shy person right in front of them they're buying that person that's not speaking with conviction they're buying that person that's unsure if this is a good event they're buying that person that's unsure if yeah. is it 18 20 25 22 uh, I don't really have the answer for that they're Buying the person in front of them is saying, I don't know when it ends or I, I don't. Yeah. They're they're buying that person. So that person, they're not buying, they're not buying that other coach. They're buying the person in front of them. Mm -hmm. So it's like, you know, have you ever bought something from somebody that was really, really bad at customer service? Maybe, but you hated every step of it. Or you had to. It was like a That's necessity. what I'm saying. Like you had to, you had no choice. But and and like I'm not talking about like purchasing gas or you have to this is an extra thing mm -hmm. you know what I mean you're trying to upsell so this is a, an option an additional option for them so it's like when you go into the gas station and they're really like whatever and they're like want to buy this candy bar and you're like no I don't want to buy the candy bar like I'm not I'm not here I'm just this and I'm, I'm out yeah. so when you're making purchases beyond your your necessary needs besides food and shelter and all that, like, come on, you've got to really be a person that, that speaks with conviction and can sell things, because if not, you may get some pity ones, but the reality is, are you going to max it out? Because you're just not, they're yeah. buying you. And if you aren't good, they're not going to buy you. And if that person or your lobby is filled with people going, uh, or they're speaking really soft, or they don't really know, they're not going to buy you. 
You know what I mean? Yeah. And then what happens? You're unsure of yourself, you can't do it, and then sooner or later you're hiding in a corner, you never go back out to the lobby, you can't hit numbers, you can't do much, and then what? You're supposed to train new ones on how to do that? Yeah. Snowball effect. So, um, yeah, I think that that's, I, I don't think it has to be, when we talk about sell, selling events, I don't think it has to be um, that complicated. No. I just think a lot of it is, is are they actually saying it? Are they going out there with passion and are they happy with it? Are they talking to the kids while they're stretching and hyping them up as a group? I'm going to be there. Are you going to be there? Like yeah. that type of deal. Or like, hey, you guys want to come to Kids Night Out? And they're like, um, my mom says no. And you're like, oh, okay. Like if you're not having those conversations, you've got to create a little mini you. Yeah. Where you, when you leave, that kid is like, mom, can I go to Kids Night Out? Dad, can I go to Kids Night Out? Whoever, can I go to Kids Night Out? It's Wednesday. Kids Night Out is not Saturday. Yeah. Okay. Friday. Dad, can I go to Kids Night Out? Or did you sign me up for Kids Night Out? Like you want those little mini salespeople following your people around bugging them because you do want to see the kids you want to see them you're happy to see them give them hugs do all that stuff they're buying you remember that's why the kid is so eager to come too is they want to see that coach they want to see all that stuff they want to see those kids in the class that said that stuff it makes them feel amazing so i think that that can solve a lot of problems so when you're selling to your kids that can solve a lot of problems like don't skip out on that nobody wins by not closing a deal so you're like, okay, we didn't we didn't close a deal. Did we win? No, we didn't. We didn't bring any revenue in. We didn't bring any money. Numbers didn't go up. And two, the kid didn't win anything. Yeah. They they left with the same problems that they had. They never came in and let you work on a new problem yeah. that they had. If that kid is shy, what are you talking to them about? Are they you know are they a little shy? Um, do they need help working on flips? Do they? What is it that they're trying to do? What is it that they're trying to do? And when you don't close the deal, guess what? They, they still have the same problem. Yeah. So it's like, you know, that's the way I see it. I'm like, well, nobody won. So you got to up your game. You got to be able to do that if you believe in what you're selling. Yeah. Other than that, guys, um, got anything else? That's all we have. I hope you guys enjoyed, and we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks, guys.